The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Welcome to a very special edition of Autism Live. We are here on a Friday when we're typically not here because we have a very special guest. Miss Holly Robinson-Pete is here with us in the studio, and I'm all a Twitter about it. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about Twitter. <laughs> we were. Uh, and uh, right now you have the opportunity uh, to be talking to us both through the live feature on our homepage, but you can be talking to us on Twitter as well. In fact, we're going to have Emily cycle through all of the different ways that you can get in touch with us here because the show is live. We intend for it to always be interactive and there is no better day for us to be interactive so uh, definitely check in on those different sites I'll remind you that if you go to our homepage autism-live.com you can be watching the live show or a recently recorded show and the box next to it is the live feature put your cursor there you can type away hit enter and it shows up here there's no login it's totally free and it's almost instantaneous there's a little bit of a lag but we will be checking in on Twitter as well Holly's gonna help me out to understand more of how to use Twitter because she is you are so good at you Twitter. sound like you know a lot more than you're letting on uh, just no, everything you wait. just said like went over my head well so. well I'll reveal my ineptitude <laughs> any moment now um, but in any case there's a really good reason why we want you to be using Twitter today and that's because you see that I have this lovely box here on the desk I'm actually gonna move it in front of me so you can see um, and I also have the tablet out of the box too this Ooh. is a knobby tablet and these are amazing I really really love these they're they're made for our kids it says on the box four to 40 I think they're cheating us a little bit I'm well over 40 and I love it yeah and I think uh, even younger than four too I, I agree mm -hmm. they need to expand that number it sounds good though mm -hmm. four to 40 mm -hmm. um, but this is an amazing amazing tool for all of our kids but in particular they have a division at Nobby that's called inspire and these tablets are coming to us directly from their just inspire division which means that they're already preloaded with 24 apps that are great Great for autism so this is an amazing tool uh, for any child but I know for our autism families it's great and we're gonna give two of these away Yay. which is amazing we want to thank the Nobby people for doing that but how you are going to enter to win one of these fabulous tablets is you're gonna to go to Twitter and there are three you have to do the at symbols what do we call that three oh, handles the hashtags? They're at to, oh, they're they have to shout out okay. to us. So you'd have to do at to Nobby Tablet. Right, N A B I. Tablet. Right. And then you have to do at Holly Rod 
FDN. Right. And you also have to do at Autism Live Show. That's so a those, lot of ads. It's a lot of ads. If you if you want to know where to find all those things in print, you can go to our Facebook page, Autism Live, and it's all listed there for you. And you must answer do those three ads, mm -hmm. and then you must answer the question, how can your child benefit from a knobby tablet? That's if you have any more characters left after you do all those ads. Because is that included in the in the characters? Yeah. So it's, so it's gonna have to be it's short. It's gotta be concise. Yes, yeah, short and to compelling. The point. And compelling. Yeah. And then we will we will pick two of those to receive the knobby tablet. Um, and that will be after the hour. You've got all this time during the hour to be tweeting away, and you can do it more than once. Uh, so if you <laughs> want to get more things in there, again, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you could absolutely continue on if yes. you didn't if you weren't able to get your thoughts in one tweet. Keep tweeting. Keep tweeting. All right. So that's uh, that's what's new about the knobby tablet and and how you can win. We've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now, mm -hmm. so it's here. The day is here. But thank you for being here. Let's oh, start there. I don't know why I don't come here more often. First of all, I live in the neighborhood, and every time I drive past you guys who take my son to school, I think about you all and how much fun it is just to chill with you. So this is fun for me. We are The door is open whenever you want to come. You can come. You want to do your own hour? We'll make. <laughs> we'll, we'll set aside an hour for you. I know you're busy. No, no, um, no, no, uh, no, the opposite. <laughs> Because oh. I'll be like at your door talking about Shannon. Right here. Right Let here. Me in. The door is completely open. I'll, I'll make a key for you so that you can come oh, in whenever thank you want. You. So, so thrilled to have you. And you know I'm a huge fan of yours and have and been likewise. forever. And if there's anybody watching who is not familiar with this amazing woman, I'm glad that we can introduce. I can't believe that that's true. But you know that she is a wonderful actress. You are an amazing advocate. You're an award winning author. Uh, you, I'm, I'm getting. As as J Lo would say, I'm getting gooseies, uh, right? I'm getting gooseies because, and, and I also I don't know that I've ever said this to you, but you've been a little bit of a touchstone for me. Now I'm gonna get emotional, um, oh, but I'm wearing Access Hollywood Live lashes. Yes. So don't start getting. <laughs> you, you've come directly. Not from that the I wasn't gonna dress up for you guys, but I do have TV like high def TV lashes on. So but just, and just you, so you look all know. lovely. So don't make me cry, but go ahead. Okay, so. Um, you know, you were always somebody I watched when you were on 21 Gem Street. I watched when you were on Hanging with Mr. Cooper. And I just always thought, oh, my gosh, you know, you're that rare breed, beautiful actress, very talented actress, but also you radiate good person, Aww. right? Which is a wonderful thing. But I didn't know anything about your private life. And then, of course, we all got to see when your husband proposed to you oh, on the yeah. set of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Wasn't that cool? Well, I'm sorry. To any woman, that's like the most romantic the thing. To this day, I put it on when he makes me mad. Oh, really? Because I try to channel back to those days in the 90s when he did that amazing thing because now, you know, 18 yeah. years later, yeah. we're all, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. But no, that was probably, and I'm not saying this because it was my man that did it, but that's probably one of the most romantic proposals of all time. He, in case yeah. you didn't know, he, he showed up on Hang With Mr. Cooper's set yes. and surprised me. And it was on every news outlet. Every single woman in the world looked at that and went, Oh, oh like, it was, it was yeah, the thing that you dreamed awesome. would happen to you, right? It, it was a fairy so, tale inside a dream. Right. And then, of course, you know, uh, our viewers know that I am one of Oprah's biggest fans. I'm addicted to Oprah. Just mm -hmm. I, In fact, my son, who was nonverbal at one point, not the first sentence he said,
said, but probably within the first 50 seconds he said was, Oprah is mommy's fairy godmother, right? Because <laughs> because anytime I needed something in right. my single years, right. and even when I was married and then had a child with autism, I could turn Oprah on and she had something, there was something for me. that you could she take away. She was my away. fairy godmother. Yeah. And so I watched when they were talking about you were pregnant with the twins yeah. and they were talking about your nursery. I've, I've called her that many times too, very godmother. godmother. Yeah, because for a long period of time she chronicled our lives and yeah. and she we we did uh, work with her a little bit. We did a radio show on the Oprah yes. radio called Meet the Peets yes. and so Rodney and I did that together. But um, yeah, she has been a pretty awesome person in my life and someone who I really cherish. And, and so I saw you on her show and I got to know more about your personal life. And for me, my sister had twins and in my family having twins is the ultimate. As right. a woman, you have done it when you have had when you're pregnant with twins and deliver twins. You that's it. That's you, a lot. You've done an amazing thing <laughs> and you get to win all the motherhood things. So I looked at you and I was like, look at who this woman is. And then of course I, you know, I fell off the 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 everything for a while because my child was diagnosed with autism, mm -hmm. and I uh, we were probably six months in and my child had been diagnosed. We'd already started therapies. But I was having the pity party. Oh, like, sure. Why me? Why yeah. did this happen to me? Stage one. And I turn on uh, my fairy godmother, mm -hmm. and who is there on oh, her wow. show? Wow. You are there, and you are my, you know, like the ultimate perfect woman, right? Who like has the perfect proposal? You're pregnant with the twins, right? I'm looking at your life and thinking, her life is perfect, and I turn it on, and there you are, saying, "This is what happened. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm doing. This is what you need to know." Yeah. And I had that big epiphany of, I need to get up off the couch and stop feeling sorry for myself, and join the ranks of people who are getting something done here. Well, well, you know, we've known each you. other for a while and you've never told me that story. Well, and that, that that is really awesome. Why? Because we didn't want to have this conversation nationally. It was a big deal for us to talk about yeah. our son. I mean, my dad had Parkinson's and we started a foundation and it was a whole thing with my dad. But for my son, it, my, my husband was so nervous about stigmatizing stigmatizing him yeah. and, and, and him being, you know, labeled and all that stuff. And we really, really went back and forth about going in, on Oprah and having yeah. that conversation. And I just kept saying, man, if I knew someone who was talking about this that could help me. Yeah. And I knew there were families in the uh, Hollywood community that had kids with autism that just yeah. weren't having conversations about it. How much hope would that have given me yeah. at a time when I felt so bleak and so hopeless, right? So that's why we did it. And we did it for that reason, yeah. because I thought if someone's watching, and it's so corny here, if I can no. just help one person, no. but it's so true. Yeah. It's very cathartic when you're in your own little bubble of space and you branch out, share your story, and then someone hears that you're going through something similar. And it just, it helps. It really makes a difference. It really did. And and it, and to see you going through it, but also to hear what you were saying about how you were languaging it with your child and right. about your child mm -hmm. was so empowering to me. And well, it really was you. that cornerstone for me um, it, for all the things that I do. So I, What you know, a journey it's been. I mean, so much has changed. It's just yes. my feelings about where I was there then as opposed to now and all the things I worry about. And we have some similar concerns about yes. our kids and then adolescents and we'll talk about that but um 
it's, it's just funny to look back and see, you know, sort of what my narrative was then as opposed yeah. to now. Absolutely. Well, let's get right into talking okay. about, here it is, it's 2014, mm -hmm. and we have come a long way. Yeah. But I want to know from you, uh, you know, at the end of 2013, we were asking everybody, what, where do you think we need to go? What do you wish for 2014? What, what do you want to see happen? I, sort of the state of the state of where we are and where we need to get to. What are you feeling? You know, I really do feel that many organizations like Autism Speaks and some other uh, big uh, national autism advocacy organizations and, you know, smaller mm -hmm. organizations like Holly Rod and the things that you all are doing and some of us moms and dads. I think we've done a great job at raising awareness. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we've done our part. I think where my disappointment lies is, is, is um, there's no national agenda government-wise for us, for our families. And, and that disturbs me because the prevalence is, as we know, off the charts. And I just don't understand we're not meeting the call to action to we're not going to the level of prevalence and it doesn't make sense to me so that's been a disappointment and i've tried very hard to sort of lobby if you will or you know reach out to the to the obama administration the white house and really try to push this forward and listen there's a lot of fish to fry out there oh, yeah. don't we know it right oh, yeah. i mean everything there's so many causes and so many things but i just think autism is such a misunderstood disorder and such a drain and a strain on families around this country that i just i, I would love a more pointed national policy yeah. on it and an agenda so that's where my disappointment is but uh We've come a long way. Yeah. So many people know so much more about the spectrum, which is so hard to explain to people if they don't, if they're not living it. Yeah. So the first thing I knew that I wanted to do was try to take the stigma away and get people to be, get autism to be a more approachable disorder so people weren't so scared of it. Because you can't throw money towards or, or underwrite or fund things that you're scared of or you don't know about. Um, and so... I think we've come, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic yes. about where we've come. I think we've we've I mean when I think about kids that um, parents that wouldn't take playdates with my son because they thought no. autism was contagious. Oh. I think we've come a long way. Now that sounds very caveman, right? Very barbaric, but I didn't know much about it either. I had to go to my doctor and go, uh, is it? I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm very hopeful because I think we've we've made we've really carved out some some good stuff and we've gotten it out there. Um, but I just wanna see more action and I wanna see more services for families. I wanna see, where's the St. Jude's for autism? Yeah. You know, where can families just go get services underwritten for them and don't have to worry about it and not make that choice between rent and ABA. So, we're, we have a lot of work to do. We do have a lot of work to do. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, though, because a lot of times I think uh, we hear from a lot of uh, families from other countries. Mm -hmm. And just the other day we were talking about the state of autism in, in the Ukraine oh. with everything going on oh. and the state of autism in Russia. And I, I don't want to ever appear to be ungrateful sure. for what we have and how far we've come. Sure. But we job is not done. It's not no. even close to being done. There's so much more that, that needs to be done. And Even I, in France, Shannon. Oh, like, France is news. like, I did a junior abroad in Paris. I mean, France is a, you know, yeah. developed country and it's, you know, inter you know, internationally popular, globally, you know, you, you have so much there. And the way they treat their kids with autism is disgusting. It's horrible. They are still doing things in such a barbaric way. They're so behind. They're just in the dark ages when it comes to treating these children. So, um, 
internationally there's work to be done as well. Absolutely. And we, I don't know about you, but I feel like here in the United States, we need to set the bar yes. and we need to set it a heck of a lot higher than what we've currently done. But That's if right. people look to us uh, in, a, in a lot of these cases to see what we're doing and the advances that we're making. So yeah. So if we don't have a national agenda or policy or there's no real urgency of now when it comes to uh, uh, autism in this country, then other countries look at us. And if we don't, then you're right. We, we need to set the example. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're on the job because you are one of the best mouthpieces we have, madam. Oh, well, thank you. My husband says I have a big mouth and I need to use it for good. That's right. Well, and I see you <laughs> doing that on a regular basis. I'd give you an A+. Plus. <laughs> thank so you so we're, much. We're not expecting you to pull rainbows and miracles out of your ears, but you're doing a great job. I try. You know, I have a lot of a lot on my plate and got these four kids to raise um, and, you know, so working and, yeah. and doing a bunch of stuff. And I try to autism and 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 Holly Rod Foundation is like my fifth child. I've told you that before. So <laughs> five kids. Yeah, and so a it's lot. a full time job. It I mean, it's really a full time job, which I obviously don't get paid. So it's it can be very tricky trying to fit yeah. it on the plate, but it's not going nowhere. And I my family imagine. knows that it's not. I and can't. so um, there's always something and there's always some scenario where I feel like I can fit in and make a difference and I try to do that. Well, you're juggling well. We're all learning watching you. Oh, thank we're, you. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we're going to delve into the teen years with Holly because this is information that I know we all want to know how you're dealing with that, what, what mm -hmm. kinds of things are happening, especially in light of, as we were talking before, some of the things that have happened in the news recently. It's kind of changing how we look at the teen years. So don't go away. Don't forget to be tweeting to us those three apps and answering the question, how can your child benefit from using a Nobby tablet? If you have questions about how exactly to do it, you can go to our Facebook page, Autism Live on Facebook, and the instructions are easy and right there on the top of the page. But stick with us more with Holly Robinson-Pete after these messages. Skills is an online program that provides assessment, curriculum, positive behavior support planning for challenging behavior, and progress tracking, and it does this all in one place. The Skills Assessment and Curriculum addresses eight areas of development, which even includes advanced higher level areas such as executive functions and cognition, which pretty much makes Skills the only ABA-based set of curricula for teaching more complex skills, things like problem solving, planning, self-management, perspective taking, and even inferring and predicting others' private events. Skills is a four-step system. Step one is to add the child to your account. Step two is to start assessment. The skills assessment is the only ABA-based assessment with psychometric research demonstrating the language subscale to have excellent reliability. Every area of human functioning and typical child development from infancy to adolescence was researched, making the skills assessment the most comprehensive of its kind in the world, and we're quite proud of that. Skills is easy to use. Simply click Start Assessment and begin answering questions, or simply type in a keyword Find specific activities to assess and add activities to treatment. Step 3. Choose activities. Once you've completed the assessment, Skills selects from a pool of 4,000 activities categorized by age, level, and skill type to provide you with exactly those activities each child needs. Start by choosing a curriculum, then a lesson, and finally an activity. Click the information icon to view prerequisites, ages in which targets develop, examples, and IEP goals. Click the video icon to watch a short video. Once you've identified an activity you want to teach, adding activities to treatment is a snap. Step 4. Start treatment. Here you can access customizable activity lesson details, 
add your own customized targets and exemplars, and edit an activity status such as introducing or mastering it. You can even print handouts such as worksheets, tracking forms, visual aids, and other materials. Skills also offers multiple progress charts mapping curriculum progress, lesson progress, and cumulative number of activities and targets mastered over time. The skills language curriculum is categorized by verbal behavior type so that users can identify progress for verbal operants, such as echoics, mans, tax, and interverbals. Skills is one of the only programs that provides the ability to write behavior intervention plans, or BIPs, for challenging behavior. With just a few clicks, the outline of the behavior intervention plan is written for you and ready to be printed and implemented. You can learn more about Skills today and get started by visiting us at www.skillsforautism.com or you can call us at 877-975-4559. Skills. Progress starts here. Welcome back to this very special edition of Autism Live. Our guest today is Holly Robinson-Pete, and she is here with us. Uh, we've got her work in the Twitter, yeah. as only she can do. Yeah. And I'm holding here a Nobby tablet. These are incredible, incredible tools in the hands of our children. And uh, we're gonna be talking a little bit later on in the hour about uh, the work that Holly is doing with the Nobby tablet people. But right now, we're offering you the opportunity to enter to win. We're gonna give two of these away from this hour. You need to go to Twitter, and there are three different ads that you need to type into your Twitter and answer the question, how can your child benefit from using a Nobby tablet? So make sure that you're going to Twitter and answering that. The three ads that you want to, to put are on the screen right now. Emily's giving those to you because we're going to give two of these amazing devices away. They are absolutely incredible. I've had so much fun playing with They're this. They're so fun. My kids love them. Yes. And if you drop them, they don't break. Yeah, it's you can throw that baby it's amazing. out of a car and it will, you know. And I will say this too, that um, if you don't win one of them, these are the most affordable tablets yes. that are out there on the market. And that is so essential for our families. We know that technology, we've been talking about technology all week long on the show and how uh, how amazing it is in the hands of our kids mm -hmm. and the things that they can do with them. But we're all watching our bottom dollar, right? right? Well, this is the most affordable tablet that you can get. And because it already comes with this bumper, you're not gonna go and drop a bunch more money making it safe to put in your child hands and other remarkable features about this that we'll get into in a little while but make sure that you're entering to win that now Holly is here yes. with us and we're so thrilled that she's here and I I asked her if we could talk about what it's like being the mother of a teenager because... <laughs> well there's a teenager and then there's a teenager with autism exactly and I've got twins I got two 16 year olds so that's fun <laughs> I can't My even imagine. daughter, uh, Ryan, who's amazing and she awesome amazing. And, and such a great advocate for her brother and this, the family, and she's really pr pretty amazing. And then there's Rodney, or RJ, we call him sometimes. And, uh, you know, adolescence is something that's so interesting and eventful when you don't have to have autism along with it. But I think what, what autism um, has brought to this uh, this transition period, it's just a lot of question marks, you know. Um, we didn't know what to look for. We had people say, look for the shuns. They said aggression, regression, and depression. 
And all those, you know, make you just want to hang your head, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but so that's what we were told to look out for. We were also told to look out for seizure disorder, that it may come. You know, we were so blessed and fortunate that he does, he's not one of the percentage of kids with autism that has seizure disorder. But, boy, that's tough. And for the families that are experiencing that, um, you know, hang in there because that's really difficult. So we thought, okay, our kid is going to get all these things and he's gonna have seizures so we've been watching him like a hawk anytime the poor boy just you know hiccups I'm just like yeah. trying to see what's going on with him but more importantly for me it's about high school the stakes are higher now yeah. socially the uh, uh, he likes girls he has no idea how to really process that <sighs> last time I was on the show I talked about my fears for him with girls and just worrying about the wrong girl hooking up with him. He's a good looking boy. He has language. He still has that sort of echolalia type of thing going. And so that really makes for awkward times yeah. uh, in a high school setting. Um, so uh, it, it's a it's a journey like and just when you get to think oh we've we crossed this milestone now we're at this one and it's like so in a way it feels like we kind of got the diagnosis all over again not mm -hmm. in the same way that we got it when they were little ones but you you, you re you get re-diagnosed with yeah. it. It's interesting because you wrote a great blog for the Huffington Post about uh, autism in adolescence and, mm -hmm. and with the word kaboom in the title of it because <laughs> the two colliding together. And you talked about how at this point you should feel like a veteran, yeah. but that this adolescence has kind of put you back to the point where you're having to relearn everything through a new lens. Yeah, as a rookie again. And one of the things that ha that you mentioned in that blog is that there are things that have happened in the news um, that have changed the way you need to teach your child about the world. And in that particular blog, you were talking about Trayvon Martin. Right. And but there have been some things that have happened in the last couple of days that have also I don't you, we, we talked about this earlier that it's changed the way I'm looking at my son and how he interacts with the world and but let's start with talking about the Trayvon Martin first and then we'll go to the more recent study because your son likes to wear a hoodie he loves loves to wear hoodies and he loves to wear uh, uh, he loves to keep his hands in his pockets yeah just sensorily that works for him right yeah. so um, I took him to the local police department and I, I introduced him and I just want to cut back on any little mishaps you know he loves to walk and go to the local coffee shop or the local bagel shop that's like it's part of his freedom yeah. and I don't want to suppress that I don't want to yeah. be a helicopter mom with him um, I am but I want to be kind of a, a stealth helicopter <laughs> mom you know the ones that kind of disappear you yeah. know? I don't want to be that one that's all over top of him because I yeah. want him to fit into society and yeah. he needs to be able to do that and make the mistakes on his own but what the Trayvon thing scared the mess out of me was just the fact that he's a boy who looked suspicious so we all know that's why the guy got out of the car and pursued him and we know what happened and I just worry that my kid a is not going to be able to respond to social cues properly if policeman if he's in the wrong place yeah. the wrong time or fits the description of someone wearing a hoodie or he looks threatening um, these are the things that worry me. Yeah. So I'm constantly telling him about, you know, pull the hoodie down or, you know, uh, 
make sure if you see if a general if a cop does say something to you don't bring anything out of your yeah. pockets and it's just sad that we have to say this to our it kids is. but it's necessary it is necessary and i have to tell you i have a great video to recommend to you and i'll hook you up with and, and have them send you a copy but our friends emily island they made a movie called be safe the movie mm -hmm. and it's an instructional tool just for our kids on the spectrum showing oh, them nice. how to react around the police and they act it out and all the actors that are playing kids on the spectrum are actually kids on the you spectrum. Gotta, you gotta hook me up with that. I, 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 I brought the card the, in for you. The homemade Holly yeah. version of it, it really is amazing. And then they take it apart and look at it from different angles. Right. And I, I haven't shown the video to my son yet, but I've talked him through some of the different lessons because they talk about what happens if mm -hmm. the police pull mm -hmm. you over and what you're supposed to do. And if the yeah. police draw guns that you don't run, it's it's an amazing tool. And I'll hook you up with it. But it's called Be Safe the Movie. Okay. And, uh, and it's an important tool. I hadn't thought about that, mm -hmm. about training my child uh, about what could happen if the police yeah. get there and and not to be afraid and the reality though is that and what what frightened me so much about the Trayvon thing is oh. that this was completely racial profiling I mean anybody who argues that it wasn't is that heard him on the on the phone and what he was saying to the cops about sort of seeing what the guy looked like and he looked like this and that and the other and those guys I mean clearly that's what that was and yeah. so if you look at my son he's tall he's brown he's got a hoodie he's walking around his hands in his pockets he's got his headphones on he loves his Beats headphones yeah. right and so these are all very typical teen things yeah. I mean similar to the other case that happened in, in, oh. in, in Florida. Case. Yeah, the more recent case, um, you know, in Florida, where uh, you know that the whole situation with the guys in the car playing loud music, a little different, but still for me, like if my son is in that car with his friends, and my son loves to play loud hip hop, yeah. that's just what he loves to do. Yeah. That's what I did in in high school. Absolutely. So these are things that are people are getting killed over, and it's not okay. So when you have a kid on the spectrum, you have to go the extra mile to protect him and make sure that he understands the the ramifications of yes, certain things absolutely and that's hard to teach without making a kid go god mom like back off exactly you know so. that's what my child says mom yeah back yeah, off yeah yeah um but i i figure i i'm uh, unfortunately i'm deciding to instill fear and then fix that later on <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm my, with you. My, um, I'm no. with you. And there was this other case we had just yes. talked about with the young girls who had taken advantage of the 16-year-old boy with autism. That it that takes my breath away. Just it's I I haven't really been able to process it yet. Yeah. But I did tell my son because I'm a real keep it real mom, and I just said, look, you got to Google this. You have to read this whole thing. And I want you to know what they did it was really vile. The things they made this boy do. But I want him to know. Yeah. that there are people out there that could try to take advantage of them. And I was saying to you this morning that one of the most devastating things in all the reports, they're, they're saying that the young man still thinks of those two girls as his friends. Yes. And I think that hits every autism mom's heart in a, in a really horrible way. Yeah. Um, My son has had friends that he's thought that have done not things that bad, but some things, you know, the things that were not good yeah. um, and asking, you know, taking money or stealing stuff from him or whatever. And he still wants to be and hang out with these guys because he still says they're his friends and they care about him. Yeah. So this this is a very difficult thing to have to try to monitor and regulate. But you got to do what you got to do. We do. Now, you mentioned uh, your daughter mm -hmm. and you wrote a beautiful book with her. And she I have had the opportunity to meet her. She is a lovely young woman. She's pretty cool. You're, you're doing an amazing job. And there's the book. My brother, Charlie. Yeah. And 
And and I was wondering earlier this week, but then I saw online that you, because uh, I was thinking, surely there would be uh, one about teenage years, right? Yes. And I see that that is in the works. It is. It'll be it'll be out next year. Okay. And it's tentatively titled Same But Different. Oh. I'm not sure if that title will stick, but it's okay. really told through the eyes of my uh, twins uh, of Ryan and, and my son who has autism about adolescence and parties and yeah. school and um, family vacations and trips and girls and and um, um, all kinds of things, puberty. And so it's told in sort of this first person narrative, which is really interesting. It's never been done before. So the idea is to sort of have a peak uh, of what's going on in our house. And then it, it, it's, it's sort of a story of... Um, a bunch of families. It's not just us. Uh -huh. It's families that we've met and we sort of brought in all kinds of different things. So it's not completely autobiographical. But it's just, I think, well, there just aren't any books out there yeah. uh, about this topic in this way. They're all very textbooky and clinical yeah. and, you know, this might happen and that might happen. Yeah. Um, so this is a real look at a family's journey through um, adolescence and autism. Well, it's great. And you add the cool factor to it, too. I, which I is do. a great thing. Of My course you do. My kids don't think I have the cool factor. Well, but you do. And you know they do. <laughs> you, you, they know you do, but they can't let you know that. That's right. all about being a teenager, Well, right? my goal is I, I want to make sure that I cover a lot of bases because there's, every, listen, we, the old thing, if you met one family with dealing with autism, you've just met one family. We all have our different yeah. issues. So I wanted to try to incorporate many stories that I've heard yeah. um, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. So My Brother Charlie was a really sweet book and so proud yeah, of it. This, is, this is a little bit more keep it real. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, we love that. We're going to take another short break, and when we come back, we're really going to talk about these Nobbies and why Holly has decided to do some work with the Nobby Tablet people and, and what they're helping her to do. It's really incredible. Stick with us. The Institute for Behavioral Training provides courses in applied behavior analysis for the treatment of autism. Access IBTE learning videos on the move and learn at your own pace. I'm going to talk a little bit about intensity. IBTE learning makes any location your classroom on the go. So our objectives for today are to really learn what is autism and how is it diagnosed. Get professional guidance with IBT face-to-face -face training. IBT face-to-face -face training courses prepare you to effectively implement ABA-based interventions. Choose between small group and one-to-one -one instruction. Earn BCBA supervision hours via one-to-one -one video conferencing. So I had a chance to review your BIP today. You know what? It looked really good. You did a good job with that. IBT, continuing education courses. Earn credit through webinars, conferences, article reviews, and e-learning videos. You can learn more at ibehavioraltraining.com. IBT, 360 degrees of ABA training. Welcome back to Autism Live in this very special episode with our one of our favorite people on the planet, Holly Robinson Peach. She's here with us. And I'm holding this lovely red rimmed tablet because this is a knobby tablet. And this is something that's really unique on the market. And we are giving two of these away during this hour. Make sure that you, if you need to, go to our Facebook page to see what it is that you have to do. There are very specific instructions. You have to do an at to three different 
different addresses and answer the question, <laughs> how can your child benefit from using a Nobby tablet? And we're going to pick two from all of those different responses to actually win this tablet that I'm holding in my hand and another that I have uh, tucked away. So we want to thank the Nobby tablet people for giving these to us. And we, we specifically uh, want to talk about Nobby because you have been working with the Nobby people now. You're partnering with them to some yes. extent. Tell yes. us about why. Well, they came to us and they were looking for an autism organization to partner with. What happened was Nobby is a new hot company, yeah. right? And everyone's loving them. But what they were shocked by was how many families affected by autism reached out to their website and just said, oh, my kid with autism loves this. And that's how they started to understand the great relationship between autism and technology and yeah. how technology is autism's new best friend. It so, sure is. So um, they got that and they said, well, we want to partner with you. And I was like, absolutely. So they, they granted us uh, a, um, a tremendous amount of money and funds and research, you know, just resources. They've been so tremendously awesome for Holly Rod. They helped underwrite our My Brother Charlie Carnival. We're going to do more. We're going to expand it to um, do one in Newtown, Connecticut. Um, we're going to partner with Dylan Hockley Memorial Fund. Who Dylan was a young man, one of the young men with autism that lost his life, unfortunately, and his family. Um, and um, ours, we're going to do a My Brother Charlie Carnival there. We want to do one in, in all kinds of places, in Philly, my hometown. So we're planning that now. So they really get Nobby and Fu the, the company, yes. they just really get how important it is for these families to um, to have this technology and to be able to communicate. And so we are giving, as part of our Give the Gift of Voice program, Nobby tablets to families affected by autism, certainly the ones that are the least verbal yeah. and really could use this help. But I love it when corporations have compassion, Shannon, and they have been one of the most compassionate uh, entities and corporations I've seen in a long time. Wonderful. They just get it. You know? Well, and certainly, if you hold one of these in your hands, you see how much they get it. And I, I turned it on, and then I didn't do anything. Um, but it, it, this is a remarkable thing. Mm -hmm. I love how the camera on this works. We know yeah. there are so many different things you can do with a camera with a child when you put it in their hands on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking earlier this week about how sometimes a child, when you say, do this, it has to filter through so many things for them. But if you put the camera facing them, they can do it. Yeah, It's really remarkable. Um, and these come these come from the Inspire program from yeah. Nobby, these uh, two tablets that we're going to give away. So they're preloaded with 24 apps already that are great for autism. Mm -hmm. And the bumper, you just, this feels sensory-wise. It, it feels it's a good shape. And the fact that, um, you know, you're, they're not going to break if you drop them. When you go to hand something else to a child, you have a fear. Right. And I know so many people who have handed other kinds of tablets to their children, and then, and that becomes the child's way of communicating and then mm -hmm. when that gets broken yeah. one case in particular where an aide dropped it and the child was without technology for an extended period of time Ugh. right that's not going to happen with these these are amazing and the price point is incredible the price point is is completely doable for a lot of families who really struggle with having to buy other types of it's tablets amazing. that are more expensive. So that's the other part. I just want to hug get. them for that. <laughs> right? I know. I mean, they, they, they get that. I mean, it's, it's just really important for um, corporations to understand that they have the wherewithal to help these families. And I just hope that um, Nobby is, you know, other corporations are watching because I yeah. think there are several um, who have been, shall we say, 
philanthropically challenged. Mm -hmm. Other companies. That's a really nice mention. way of saying that. that. Nice. That was really polite but of you. you. But you know all the you know all the anger <laughs> behind it. No, but I mean, yes. the, the, the philanthropically challenged in that. There are some companies that if they gave out a tablet to every child with autism, they wouldn't even feel it on their bottom right. line. So right. this company, which is new, it's just starting, and, and they have an amazing new tablet coming out called the Dream Tab that Ooh. they partner with DreamWorks. I mean, so Nobby gets it, that Fuhu gets it, and um, we're going to make sure as uh, Autism Awareness Month comes up that we give out our gift of voice uh, to our gift of voice recipients uh, more and more Nobbies, as many as we can. And you know what I always say, when a company is supporting us, we need to support them. Right. So definitely check them out. And, and if you're watching and you have older children and you think, okay, this looks a little bit too young, they have graduated ones. So they have ones that are more appropriate for teenagers and even going off to college. So mm -hmm. go to no Nobby and, and see uh, amazing, amazing stuff. Now, I also wanted to mention we've got a lot of people writing in questions, and there was one in particular here yes. that we really wanted to address. How did Holly explain autism to her other children? I think that's a great question. Yeah, well, it's funny because that's what led my daughter and I to write My Brother Charlie because mm. we wanted a book. Um, we wanted a book in every library in the country, and my brother Charlie does an excellent job explaining what autism is and taking the stigma away early from um, children's minds because yeah. a lot of times the adults put in uh, input in their brains about what autism is isn't always true. So we felt like my brother Charlie was the way that we wanted to create for other people. But for us at home, like I said, I'm very honest with my kids and I talk to them about um, autism, what it was. And you know, sometimes siblings, because they grow up with the sibling, they don't always necessarily see it as something, it's just like, that's how my brother yeah. is. That's just who yeah. he is. And one of my kids, my one of my two younger boys said, you know, I couldn't imagine what if Roddy didn't have autism? Like, who would he be? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wonder who he would be. And they say, I just, we like him just the way he is. Because mm -hmm. he's, he's quirky, he's lovable, he's sweet, he's amazing. Um, but I'm always very mindful to them, without putting too much pressure, that he needs a team, Team RJ. Mm -hmm. And when you have a team around your child, and we talked about this um, at another time, but when you have a team, when you're not there, God forbid, and it happens, mm -hmm. um, you have this village for your kid who will know certain things about him. And I know that my, my, my daughter and my other two children are so protective of him and they want to make sure that they protect him. And when he had this friends issue, they got right in this conversation and they had their input and they said, they're not really your friends. And, uh, so it's a family affair. Yeah. Um, but I would just say, be really honest. You'd be surprised how much young kids can handle. Yeah. They can handle more, and I think, you know, there's an innocence we don't want to uh, compromise, but for the most part, the more they know, the more they can help and be helpful, and they're going to find out anyway in other ways that you may yeah. not want them to. Yeah, through somebody else's filter sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. So you can control that, and you can have an opportunity to see how can you help your brother? How yeah. can you help your sister? What can you do? Yeah. They're like little therapists, you know? They they're sure in the are. mix, you know? And, 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 um, I feel really blessed to have this this crew that is so supportive of their older brother. It's a one, I just want to run. We're, we're talking about adopting. I want to get Jem's siblings, and it just makes me want to have more kids around him. It does, uh, you know, and I've had people say to me, well, you know, I've heard you say that you have this big kid, but what, we can't afford to have another kid. Yeah, or yeah. or this kid, one kid we have is too much, and it, it scares them for the future because, you know, so you build, you know, 
friendships with other yeah. people, other families affected by autism. You have to just keep building and advocating. Absolutely. Well, and you do that remarkably. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to add something to the mix. Our good friend, uh, Nancy Allspot Jackson, is going to come in and be with us, too, because we're going to be talking with Holly about the Holly Rod Foundation and some things that they have going on there. It's a really remarkable organization that's, that's doing some cutting-edge things, and we want to know more about what's happening. So stick with us. twins, Justin and Jessica, were premature babies, so we always were very conscientious of their development. But I think it was probably 15 months, Justin started getting really obsessive-compulsive with opening and closing doors. And Justin started tantruming a lot, too. These would be major tantrums that were just completely debilitating to the family. Having to take them out of the house, put them in the car, drive around just to calm him down. Yeah, I remember a breaking point and just thinking, you know what, we gotta do something, this is not right. Once we were on the track to getting a diagnosis for autism, we started sharing that with our close friends and family. It just so happens that somebody from our older daughter's private school called us out of the blue. She introduced herself and she says, I know that recovery is possible. Those words so early in our journey were a guiding force for us. As we got more educated in knowing what is effective therapies for kids with autism, we realized quality ABA is vital to that progress. That's where we decided that CARD was the right provider for us and for our son. Justin responded very well to therapy. The behaviors were tracked and we saw that what was being instituted was working. Justin, what are you doing? I'm coloring. You are coloring, good for you. There was real progress and there was progress that was tangible. I just remember when he he made a sentence, he said a sentence. We were just happy about it, going, no way, I can't believe you just did that. What's the date? The 18th. 18th of what month? December. Oh, what year is it? 2007. Oh, okay, so how old are you today then? The therapies that CARD did for Justin didn't just impact his daily living skills, but it was a positive impact on our entire family. Justin. I am in fourth grade. I like playing video games sometimes. My dream to build a teleporter machine. Like sometimes if like we're on an airplane and it's like really long, you guys just say, oh hurry up with that teleporter machine. I'm waiting on you. And, <laughs> and I just started Friday Night Lights. This is our third game of the season and um, it's pretty fun. You have to be fast. We attribute so much of Justin's recovery to CARD. Their goal was the same as our goal. We wanted Justin recovered. June 12, 2008 is a day that I celebrate every year because that is the day that Justin was deemed recovered from autism. And Dr. Doreen Grandpiche met with us, looked at him, and just said he's brilliant. 
you need to keep his mind stimulated because he's very smart and he has no residual traits of autism. Welcome back to this very special edition of Autism Live, and I've, I've welcomed to join with us my, my better half, Nancy Allspot Jackson. We do Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy, and I can't go very far without having her with me. Uh, I'm on a leash. Well, I'm glad that you invited me in here to, to see our I, good friend Holly and I, hear about all the great work my girlfriend's up to. Yes. And well, I'm always happy to hang out with you guys, I know. and you know we have we're all so like-minded, and we have so much in common. So it's just great to be here and hang yeah, out. And I'm glad yeah. we missed you. We needed our trio. We needed okay. our trio. We angel. got it. We it's got the it. autism power mom thing <laughs> yes. that I like to feed off. Yeah, right. as we always say, we're all in this together. That's right. Yes. You know, we want to be the UN of autism. That's right. You know, a lot of people think that why are there so many organizations, but what I love is that. We work together a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, Act Today has worked with Holly Rod mm -hmm. um, on some events, and yeah. we all believe that we are the world, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we so just... we wanted to talk a little bit right now about the Holly Rod Foundation. Yes. And for people who don't know, give give them the Reader's Digest of, of how the Holly Rod Foundation right. came about. It wasn't originally intended for autism. Right. The elevator speech is that my dad got young onset Parkinson's. He was just in his mid-40s. Your dad, who was on Sesame Street. My dad, Sesame who was Street. the original Gordon on Sesame Street. So if you were 30-something and over, uh, you might remember him. Yeah. Um, uh, not the bald guy who we love. Roscoe Orman's a great guy. And um, but the one with the big pork chop sideburns. He's the original <laughs> Gordon. So okay. When when Oscar was orange. Okay. Uh, okay. Oscar we go way orange. back. And he goes way back. But anyway, amazing guy and a guy. Parkinson's and um, and then ended up working and producing right in the Cosby show you know we all know how great that show was yeah. and Bill Cosby who was his childhood friend uh, in Philadelphia gave him this amazing job even though the Parkinson's was just just cutting him at the knees it was mm -hmm. just so awful remember this is the 80s no Google no search engine right, right. so it was a tough time no Muhammad Ali no Michael J Fox mm -hmm. so my husband comes to me and he says you know stop feeling sorry for yourself use that big mouth for good not for evil and uh, <laughs> It's it's Rodney. Mantra. <laughs> That's how our husbands do, right? Um, and he said, listen, you really have a platform. We have a platform, so mm -hmm. let's do this. So we started Holly Rod for families affected by Parkinson's. Okay. Uh, much later, when our son was diagnosed, we weren't ready right away after the diagnosis to have a conversation about our kid. Right. We just, we didn't really start talking about him until he was eight. Yeah, um, and in that case... Rodney was kind of the one you had to pull along. I did. We had a family discussion about the greater good that we could do by having this conversation nationally. Mm -hmm. And like every conversation at home, I won. And <laughs> Just the way it goes. Uh, and now, so, all those years at the NFL didn't teach him to no, win. No, I can take him down in a heartbeat. Um, I sack that quarterback every time. Uh, the good news is, is that he did really understand how important it was to have this national conversation, and and he saw immediately families that would come up to us saying, "Thank God." And, and Shannon said such nice things early on about how our experience helped her personally, yeah. and we would hear that more and more, and we're like, "Wow!" Not only did Rodney come along, he became really a voice for so many dads out there. I, yeah. I, I tear up when I think he about did. his book, Not yeah. My Son, right? Yeah. Not, 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 my, not my boy. Not, not my, my boy. boy. Yeah. And yes. he, that was, there that was a tough uh, thing for him to do, but he knew he had to write that book mm, because yeah. he, he really was struggling with, um, with 
the image of the kid that he thought he was going to have. It's a tough and one, especially for a pro athlete who probably expected a kid that would follow in yeah. his footsteps, like, right? I, he thinks his kid's going to win the Heisman Trophy, and then, yeah. you know, we get a diagnosis that he'll never do A, B, C, and D. So well, that was right. tough, and he did okay. come around, thank God, because um, I don't want to think about doing it without him, because yeah, I did need not. him. But a lot of people out there do, and so God bless them, because it's really it really isn't difficult. So we didn't really fold autism into the Hollyrod mission until our son was closer to about six or seven. Right. And then, um, uh, and, and what we knew was we saw these other organizations working for research and a cure, yeah. but we thought, how do families get through the day-to-day -day lives? Like, yeah. the kid is here now, and mm -hmm. they can't afford ABA or any mm -hmm. you know, other therapies or, you know, they can't afford services, and so that's where Holly Rock came in, where yeah. we wanted to help them in their day-to-day. -day. And it's an amazing organization, and we're just wondering, give us an update on some of the things, because I know you have a bunch of events coming up. Tell us mm -hmm. what's going on. Well, we, you know, of course, April's coming, so yeah. we're all gearing up, right? Yeah. Um, but one of the things that we're really excited about is some of our partnerships, Stellan Dot Jewelry, mm -hmm. just a great organization. Um, last year partnered with us and made a, a tremendous donation and this year we're repartnering again okay. and uh, repartnering again I think uh -huh. that's a yeah. <laughs> Partnering up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, so we're back together again, okay, and good. they um, uh, have um, amazing jewelry that they sell, and they have this autism boutique. Uh -huh. So if you go oh. Stella and Dot, and they'll start that in April. Okay. And so there's that, and now then we know where to get our jewelry. Now and we do. you'll love this jewelry. Okay. I'm wearing. This is one of the it's, necklaces. I, and it's and very I'm using that. It's very gorgeous. Hip, very it's light, and the yeah. price point. Oh, okay. okay. Right. So really great. And they're going to be selling a, a bracelet for us. Uh -huh. Stella and Dot. Stella and okay. Dot. So okay. really amazing company. Um, and then AT&T is a new partner. Uh -huh. So we're going to be doing a campaign with them called Speak Hope, oh, which is... Um, I love uh, that. Yeah, I right? Speak Hope. And they're going to help us with our Gift of Voice program. And we're going to give out, you know, more nobbies, more nobbies and other, you know, other... Uh, apps and just things that families need to get a hold of with, for technology mm -hmm. reasons. Yay, AT&T. Yes, right? Shout yeah. out to AT&T. And, um, and then, of course, we, we spoke about FUHU. We're going to be partnering to do um, Holly Rod events, and My Brother Charlie events, carnivals okay. for are, autism families. Are you doing a big gala this year? Like we are. Year? We do, do this design care that like, yeah, we always which do. Which I love. Yeah, you it's, it's always so star-studded. It's fun. It's really fun. And, I mean, and, and you go and you see like Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson. You know, she yeah. hangs with some pretty impressive people. She sure does. Yeah. She knows how to motivate people, When too. they see me coming, they're like, here she comes. Yeah, we got to say like, yes. We better go or suffer the wrath of Holly for the rest of the year everywhere we run into you her. you got Donald Trump on your side. Yeah, we've got some good people great come. hair guru, Wynn, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Chaz Dean, Wynn, another great partner. Uh -huh. um, and so uh, got the organization, um, our events, a lot of stuff happening. Um, but what's really, to me, most important is just like this trying to get this national agenda move yes. forward oh, like it's Holly. just i'm just not seeing that no. and we talked about that for off the top of the show yeah. but the state of autism is we're, we're in and i don't like to say state of emergency because i know a lot of people affected by autism feel like you know well, we're saying you're an emergency yes. or it's not that it's yeah. just the families that are struggling yes. to take care of these kids yeah. now you and i know firsthand i know with autism care and treatment today with act today because we give grants directly to the families as well for treatment and care that 
you know, with autism being a spectrum disorder, the families that are out there that have children with severe to moderate autism that are not getting the care and treatment they need, these children are going to really be the forgotten ones, right? Right. right. And we have to do something now. And it really does require all of the organizations and our, our government to, to say this is a crisis. It doesn't mean we negate those who are higher functioning, who say respect us for our individuality mm -hmm. and who we are, because I think we all agree we do. Uh -huh. But I'm with you. This has got to demand with one in 54 boys yeah. and one in 88 children, when are we going to wake up and say, hello, we need answers yeah. and we need policy on how to deal with this. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's just, it's a situation that is not considering the prevalence that you just said, it's not getting enough attention. No, yeah. no. So I will try, you know, I, Holly Rod is not so much an advocacy organization, right. but wherever I can get in there and yeah. make a difference, you know, I want to do that. And we would like to keep our focus on the families, but you know, whether it's just, you know, going to Washington or writing yeah. a letter or blogging, whatever it is, it's like, I'm just, we just got to massage that. You know, head. we're so lucky to have Senator Steinberg mm -hmm. as an advocate here in California. Mm -hmm. And as California goes, so leads the nation mm -hmm. usually. But across the country, there's some very bleak situations. Yeah. Where was it, Shannon? That South Dakota, that they just defeated the bill um, because the insurance companies were saying, well, we don't really see that it has that great of an effect on all of the kids. Yeah, oh, and Shannon, so I was like, you come to my house when Wyatt was having 10 tantrums a day and right. biting himself and scratching me and running away from home and those things, right. you will see what ABA has done for that truck. Well, I think we all agree there's there's work to be done. And But I, I want to get to some questions yeah. um, that we had from some people coming in. Uh, one in particular, how do, how do you handle people who think you're just overreacting and say it's not autism, just being a kid? Have you had somebody say that, you, oh, I don't think your son has autism? My in-laws, <laughs> people very close to me would say that. Uh, and it's really because of ignorance. They don't understand yeah, it. Yeah. There's a difference between a kid just sort of acting out and this disorder. Yeah, yes. um, and as moms and dads, we kind of know, even if we don't have experience with autism before, which yeah. I didn't, you just kind of know. So. I think um, you have to push past people who are going to hold you back with their own ignorance or their own don't worry about it. Listen, my uh, pediatrician, when I was two years, when he was two years old, said he's a boy and he's just going to, you know, he's got a twin sister. Don't compare them. And I, I knew, yeah. you know, and so when the hard part is when you're struggling through this diagnosis and you have people saying that to you, it can be difficult. Yeah, because you latch on to that hope, too. You're like, oh, great. Well, the pediatrician says no problem here. Right. And so I say to that person, just move forward and in and, and, and your own, take whatever you're feeling in your gut is right. Okay. It just ultimately is right. I like the, the image of you pushing yeah. past. Right. I, yeah, I love move, that move image. forward, move past it. And then we also had a question about uh, school. Do you have a good relationship with your children's school and do you feel like you're heard? And and I I, I know that you know it's a very uh, difficult situation. Here, you, here we are, we're live and maybe you don't want to say. <laughs> you don't you know? look at my face. Uh, <laughs> Here's what, here's what I will say. Um, if you if you go to school and they don't roll their eyes when they see you coming, you're not doing your job. All right. <laughs> I like I'm doing a good job. Yeah, you're I'm doing a good job. Really good that job. is the biggest <laughs> thumbs up they can give you. It's um, you want to be that advocate, you want to yeah. be that squeaky wheel, and I've been that. So yeah. they don't always love seeing me come. Right. But I have been blessed to have some schools that have been accept, accepted my son into the the mainstream community and that has been so 
key to mm -hmm. his development Is as a young man. Is he at a public man. school? He was at a public school okay. for middle school. Uh -huh. um, and that was a little bit challenging, yeah. but I, I did find a few, you gotta find your cheerleaders and your yeah. angels yes. and you gotta massage them, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really do. You gotta, you gotta find the people who really understand. Yeah. And oftentimes, especially in public schools, they don't always have people qualified to deal with our kids. Yeah. Um, and so we have to be very, very careful. And we gotta be there a lot. Okay. Um, so um, I feel like we've done Okay, he's in a high school now where I feel comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, with his um, development and the, the teachers and the way they relate to him. But, you know, it's tough out there for so many families, especially families that can't afford to go to private schools mm -hmm. that are made for ch our yes. kids. Yes. Right. Um, that can be a real challenge. So yeah. when you're relying on an IEP and you're relying on, you know, those meetings and other services, it can be such a paralyzing scenario for parents. And, and a full-time job, I like parents that have to make a living. Right, and so you can't always be at school all the yeah. time. So that they call you up to come down there and you're on your job, that's not always an option. So um, again, much like the national agenda, just our educational system needs to come Absolutely. come to this mix too. I, I loved when you were on The Celebrity Apprentice and I, I sat glued to the television <laughs> the entire time. And I, you know, there were some people who were giving you a hard time. Yeah, just a and little. Some people that I wanted to put on some pointed shoes and go and kick them for you. <laughs> right. And I'm just saying. And, uh, With pointed shoes. But I, I loved at one point you uh, said, and I don't know whether it was an interview or on the show, you said, you know what, they can dish it, but I've been to I meetings. Yeah, okay. I can't touch that. Yeah. And I was like, that that's that my only, Holly Robinson piece. Well, listen, that only works in this room, right? <laughs> like, no one really knows. What's I have to explain IEP? what IEP is constantly, and your audience obviously knows, so I won't go down the line. And say, if you don't and you're watching, just Google it. But the reality is, is that yeah, you're right. Board, Trump's boardroom is nothing compared yeah. to <laughs> And that just I, that puts a goofy grin on my face. Every time I go to an IEP meeting, I'm, I just pretend I'm in Trump's boardroom. There you go. Yeah. Um, but in any case, we're running out of time. And I wanted to get to, we, I wanted to ask you about how you do it all. Yeah, women. we want to we know about that. Well, let's face it, great. I am an actress. Okay. So I can't okay. act like I'm doing it all. But stuff yeah. gets and done. And flawlessly. And I'm, I, I can never let them see you sweat. No, I'm, I'm a hot mommy mess most of the time. Really? I know I came here with my little lashes and my little hair done and everything. But I really, just like most moms, I struggle at home to try to to balance everything. I've got two high schoolers. You know, I've got, um, you know, these two little guys. Two, one's about to go to middle school and elementary school. And then, you know... Uh, I do my nonprofit stuff, which I love, but yes. it really does take a lot of energy, sure. as you know. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then and I'm still career. working, and then there's a still yeah. I have to still bring right. an income to the family, right, right. so it's a lot. But every now and then, a ball drops, yeah. mm -hmm. and then like <laughs> the world crumbles for a minute. Right. And I pick myself back up, yeah. and I keep it moving. But I have my moments. For those of you who think that I am the one who just <laughs> wakes up in the morning and the hair's done and yeah. it's all <laughs> no, it is. A struggle it's a constant struggle but what I just keep doing is keep moving forward and I find myself talking to myself sometimes mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. kids will hear me and go mom who are you talking to <laughs> I'm like keep moving forward keep going just keep going okay it's all good keep going keep going so that's how I do it I just keep telling myself that you're gonna have those days when the ball drops pick yourself back up keep it moving right okay. it's nice I think for for parents out there to hear that you've got your bad times too oh. and that this is somewhat of an illusion you know yeah. that yeah. you have to just pick yourself up smoke and, and mirrors but 
that face on, <laughs> right? It is. I mean, struggles. listen. Do 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 I know that I do a lot, and, and, and am I am I have I been able to juggle a lot and achieve a lot? Yeah, and I do move it, but it comes with a price because you're constantly you know, moving and you don't give yourself enough time. Do you replenish yourself though? Not as much as I should. Okay. I should. How do you do it when you do replenish I go to a spa day. Okay. I mean, that pretty much does it. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I What's go funny is what I heard was, do you punish yourself? Uh, <laughs> well, that's what my we, ear heard. I was like, replenish. punish yourself. Because <laughs> I, I beat myself up I beat myself up too. Okay. But that's we the all other, do. But that's yeah. the other key, you guys, is not beating yourself right. up. Yeah. And so you give yourself a break on those days when the balls drop. Yeah. And then you go, I'm going to have better. I've got another shot tomorrow. Right. I'm going to pick up. Um, probably the thing that helps me, though, if you want something like practical advice, mm -hmm. are lists. Okay. Before we I go to sleep. We talked about that yesterday. Every night before expert. I go to sleep, I write right. down okay. 10 things I want to accomplish yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Great. 10 things I need to accomplish in the next month. Okay. Um, and so short term, long term, I don't always check them off. Yeah. yeah. But they're but there. They're there. And they're well, there. if any of this is an illusion, I'm buying it. You're doing really, you're doing really well. And of oh, course, thanks. we can be watching you on Access Hollywood. You came to us right from Access right, Hollywood. Right, Access Hollywood Live, the live show that comes on before Access Hollywood in the daytime. I uh, do a Friday segment, a plugged in panel where I just, you know, weigh in on stuff happening, stuff oh, going on. I'm so glad to see you on But I'm here. doing a development deal with NBC, so hopefully there'll be something else coming mm, up. How about a talk you guys show? will know it. Okay. okay. We want well, a talk show. Yeah. And and in your mouth. And right. any time that you want to come back, we are here for you. Awesome. Uh, and the door is open. We are way past time, Emily. Okay. Please shoot me. But I want to say thank you to oh, you for being here. Thank you. Uh, for everybody who was writing in, we, of course, we didn't get to all of the questions, but I hope that many of you took the opportunity to write in and, and give us on Twitter so that you can have a chance to win that Nobby. We'll thank uh, also Nancy for being here. I love to And, be here and Shannon, send me some questions. If you send me some I questions. I absolutely will. I'll shoot them out. Okay. Answer them. All right. I don't always have. When they come on the live feature, I don't have a way for you to talk back to them. No, I can, figure I, can, it out. I can hit them back. All right. Okay. On Twitter. So we'll we'll figure that out. Okay. All right. <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for being here. And so, thank you so much to all of you. And we want to say, say thank you to Nobby for giving us those two tablets. Yeah, we'll be in touch with you guys to let you know who won. And definitely tune in on Tuesday for Autism Live. And then Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy on Wednesday. Thank you all. Give your kiddos a hug from me. And yourselves a hug from me. Bye-bye for now. Bye.